The book of Lamentations, the third chapter, and we're going to read verse 22 through 24 as our uh, text. Hallelujah. Amen. Lamentations, chapter 3, verses uh, 22 through 24. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. Notice talking about the compassions fail not. You have heard the old song, and I'm sure great is thy faithfulness. The writer of that hymn got the inspiration from these scriptures. He said, because his compassions fail not, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Let's pray. Father God, as we come this evening, we thank you and praise you for your grace. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Bless God us tonight as we try to minister to your word. Speak to us right now in the mighty, blessed name of Jesus. We give you the praise. Let the church say amen and amen. You can be seated. I want to speak to you for a few minutes on a subject title this evening. Every day, a new day in Christ. Every day, a new day in Christ. Let me lay a little foundation about Lamentations before that I get into the meat of what I want to say this evening. The book of Lamentations is a small book, I think just five chapters. It was written by the prophet Jeremiah. It is given its name uh, due to the heartbreak and sadness, and grief under which the author was writing. The judgment of God had fallen, Jerusalem was smoldering in ashes, and the inhabitants were held captive in a foreign land. I guess part of the the reason for this message tonight, uh, I am so happy for our youth that went down there to hot springs and what they experienced, when I know the majority of young people in this generation do not think or believe, according to the statistics that I've seen, or even consider God being a God of judgment. I have heard it replied by by young people in the early 20s that God is just basically there to help us when we need Him. 
But I want you to know tonight, God is not a genie in a bottle that you've, you've picked up on a sandy beach somewhere and, uh, and you rub and shine, uh, and you shine the Aladdin's lamp every time you got a wish that you want and he pops up and gives you what you need and then he goes back into a bottle and you don't think about him anymore till the next time you got a problem. Yeah, come on. Somebody ought to clap their hands on that. Hallelujah. Amen. God is more than that. Hallelujah. He's far more than that. Amen. And He is, yes, He's a God of grace. He's a God of mercy. Amen. But we also got to understand that He's a God of justice and He's a God of judgment. Now, Jeremiah had a nickname. Anybody remember his nickname? Jeremiah was called the weeping prophet. Because he spent so much time weeping and crying over what had happened to Jerusalem. And when he wrote the book of Lamentations, amen, there was no Jerusalem. It was just a smoldering heap. I remember when I walked over to our church building after the fire, amen, after it had been put out and it was still smoldering. And when they finally let us to walk in and I looked around, man, and how... Unbelievable. Well, uh, uh, Jeremiah walked over the city of Jerusalem and saw the whole city that way. And there, when he looked up to the hillside, uh, amen, where the temple, amen, was, was where they worshiped God, there was nothing left. Uh, what Jesus had prophesied in Matthew 24 had come to pass. Not one stone was left standing upon the other. Amen. It was totally destroyed. How could this happen? Why did God allow his beloved city to be trampled under the foot of a foreign army who had no regard for Jehovah or his temple? That's the first thing we people do when bad things happen. How did God, why did God let this happen? How could this be? Jeremiah knew the answer. It was he who had preached to the people so long, if you go back and you read through the book of Jeremiah, you'll find out Jeremiah spent all of his time preaching to the people, warning to the people, amen, that if they didn't repent, if they didn't begin to follow the commandments of God, that judgment was coming. And whether or not you remember, amen, when he spoke to the people, what happened to him? They took him, amen, and they cast him into, amen, a dry pit of a well. And the Bible said he sucked down in mar, amen, past his knees. Hallelujah. So much for the thought today at summer saying if you do the will of God, uh, no bad ever happened to you. Amen. There was plenty of bad happened to Jeremiah. He wound up in this, in this pit. Amen. And, and the mud and the mar, amen, was that deep upon him. Hallelujah. And he was preaching to the people. Telling the people, uh, amen, that if they didn't change their ways, uh, if they didn't turn around, uh, that judgment is coming. Uh, and we're saying, we're, we're, we're making the same plea uh, to America Day. Uh, amen, the same sound is going. If we don't stop the direction that we're going in, judgment is coming to America. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Jeremiah knew the answer, how it could have happened, why. 
because he had been warning the people. He had been talking to the people. You see, here is an issue right here that I want to deal with. Because judgment is delayed. Amen. Because judgment is delayed. A lot of people seem to think because God is not just switch down from heaven and slap you upside the head just as soon as you do something, that everything's all right. Sometimes people get confused and they misread God. Hallelujah. They think because God didn't reach down and like I said and give them a good slap upside the head that everything is okay and they got God's approval on their inappropriate living. But just because God hadn't brought judgment upon you yet, just because God hadn't brought a severe judgment upon America yet, Brother Paul, that does not mean that God is approved of what's going on. That does not mean that God has got the stamp of approval on what is happening. Hallelujah. They are misreading God. Here's the point. God's grace is not approval for our worldly ways. Now we can talk grace and mercy all we want. And we all have been extended His mercy and His grace. But just because God extends somebody grace and mercy and don't just squash them right then and there, does that grace does not mean that God is approving of what's going on. Hallelujah. You see, here's the way to interpret that. His mercy is granting you, me, or whoever it may be, time to repent and change. The Bible said God's not willing that anybody should perish. God does not want anybody to perish. Hallelujah. God does not take pleasure, amen, in bringing judgment on a person or a city or a nation. Hallelujah. So his grace and his long suffering, he keeps waiting and waiting and giving people a chance to wake up and change their ways. It happened for years while Jeremiah was preaching and the book of the prophet Jeremiah was being written. But folks, it didn't last forever for them and it's not going to last forever for America. Hallelujah. It's not going to last forever. God being the holy God he is must. Look at somebody and tell them must. God, being the holy God that he is, must reprove sin and finally, amen, bring judgment on it. Glory to God. If not, we don't eventually change. Hallelujah. That's the only thing that's going to stop judgment. That's the only thing that's going to stop what's coming upon this world if people uh, just stop and change. Look back again. Amen. Uh, let's, well, not again, but let's go to the second chapter of Lamentations. Lamentations chapter 2 and verse 17. Now this is, this is coming from the merciful God. This is coming from the graceful God. Listen to uh, what he says in verse 17. The Lord has done what he purposed. Notice here now. God didn't say that it was the devil who destroyed Jerusalem. 
like what a lot of us, they say, well, one thing, bad things happen, well, the devil done this and the devil done, done that. Hallelujah. It's just like I was, I, I, I was in a, a conference somewhere, and I don't remember where it was at, and I don't remember who the man was that told me back during, it was during the middle of that two years that we were trying so hard to rebuild over there. And every, every time I tried to walk through a door, it gets slammed in my face. Boy, I got my nose mashed more than one time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I thought, this, my thoughts, and I know there was some, well, there's some people on the congregation had the same, same thoughts because they come and told me the devil is just trying to keep us down. The devil just don't want us to build back up. But I was at a meeting somewhere and some brother during the service as the Holy Ghost was falling walked behind me and whispered in my ear and said, Brother Pruitt, it's time to stop thinking that's the devil hindering y'all. Hallelujah. Meaning, the reason why the doors wasn't being opened is God had closed the door himself for us in 1901 Meridian Street. And some of us didn't want to accept it. Hallelujah. Amen. The devil wanted us to stay over there and keep trying and keep doing what we were doing. Keep issuing up the money to the point in place we didn't have enough money, wouldn't have enough money left to pay any kind of down payment anywhere. I have a feeling the devil knew something like this was coming, so he tried to keep us sidetracked. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. God knew. But listen here. It, it, it wasn't the devil that, that destroyed Jerusalem and did all that stuff. This is what God said. The Lord has done what he purposed. He fulfilled his word, which he commanded in the days of old. He has thrown down. He has not pitied. This is talking about God now, not showing pity on nobody. See, we got we, we got to get a proper balance of God, Amen. And God's full ways. It says He has not showed pity. He has caused an enemy to rejoice over you. He has exalted the horn of your adversaries. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's what it was. That was the warning that Jeremiah tried to tell the people so long that if you don't, amen, stop going the way you're going, judgment's coming. And when God decides for judgment, all of a sudden the face of God changes. And it's a face that we don't normally recognize as I told somebody just the other day, I said, think about this. Please think about this. I said, remember Noah and the ark. When he got the ark finished, he preached to the people the whole time it took to build that ark. It took 120 years to build it. And the Bible said he was a preacher of righteousness. He tried to warn the people that a flood was coming. Nobody listened to him. And then the Bible says the day came that the ark was finished. God told him to go inside. And the Bible says God closed the door. And I told this person, I said, think about this. There were mothers holding babies six months old just outside the door of the ark, banging on the door and say, please open up and just let me give you my baby. I said, but it didn't happen. Mother and child all drowned. That's a side of God that we don't, we want to block out. 
but it's the judgment side of God. There is a day of judgment. And the Bible said there's going to be more people in hell than heaven. The Bible says, amen, there's something about hell that happens that never has happened to heaven one time. The Bible never talks about it. The Bible said hell has to enlarge her borders. Hell is constantly adding on space. Hell is constantly getting bigger in order to hold the souls that's going in there. Why? Because people will not take the time and the advantage of the grace and the mercy of God that we have this day. This day. Ah, but the second part, I'm not going to leave you there. I'm not going to leave you there because God don't leave you there. I want to finish up this message by talking about hope of a new day in Christ. Hallelujah. Hope of a new day in Christ. Amen. If you remember the title of the message, hallelujah, every day is a new day in Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm glad to share with you, amen, tonight that there is a hope of a new day. Even though we might be facing judgment, people might already be having judgment upon them. I want to take you back again to Lamentations 3, 22 and 23 and read again. He says, he said, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because His compassions fail not. Verse 23, they are new every morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. So what am I telling you? Hallelujah. Amen. God has compassion even over sinners. Amen. Glory to God. He's got compassion. If we ever get tired of living under judgment and we come, amen, begin to commit our life to Him, He will create a new day. Hallelujah. In your life. Amen. And heal what judgment has smitten. Oh, give it praise. Think about it. Jeremiah didn't blame God when he looked over the city and saw it smoldering. He did not say, well, if that's the kind of God we got, I don't want no part of him. But this is what he said. He said, through the Lord's mercy, we are not consumed. In other words, even when I look over Jerusalem, now listen to the pastor just, just for this few moments, please. Even as he looked over Jerusalem and he saw it all smoldering, even though he looked up the hill of Zion, he saw the temple. As Jesus had prophesied what happened, not one stone was left upon any other. He says, through the Lord's mercy, we are not consumed. He, he took He gave praise to God. He said he could have wiped us out completely. He could have wiped us out completely. But it was mercy. Still, God's mercy in that grace. Think about it. Hallelujah. Mercy and grace in that judgment. He said his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. That is what I'm talking about today. That is what I'm talking about. Church, anybody here tonight?
fail today. Don't listen to the enemy telling you what's the use. I, I, I messed up. I didn't do right. I missed God. If you trust in him, you may have messed up today. But thank God every day is a new day in Christ. Hallelujah. I can, I, can, I can realize that I've done wrong today, and I can confess my fault. I can confess my sin. Amen. I can repent unto him. Hallelujah. And God has promised if I do that, he's going to forget this judgment I'm under today. And when the sun comes up in the morning, I'm going to have a new day. Hallelujah. That's shouting grounds, folks. Hallelujah. That ought, my Lord, hallelujah. If that don't get you off your seat praising God, you ain't got nothing to praise Him for. Hallelujah. Amen. To know and to realize that He promises you a new day, a new opportunity every day of your life. I'm going to finish up by reading one scripture in the book of Hosea. Hosea is one of the most beautiful books concerning the love of God for his bride in the Bible. You need to read all Hosea and take the time and to read it. God used the situation between the prophet Hosea and and the wife he told him to marry, knowing what was going to happen after he married her. Hallelujah. And he did that to show us an example between him and his bride. Hosea chapter 6 and verse 1. He said, come. Listen, here we are. Remember now, I failed today. I failed miserably. Sinned. I haven't done right. But you know what? I feel some conviction in my heart. I know. I know that I'm not where I need to be. And at that moment in time, everybody is under the judgment of God. But he said in Hosea 6 and 1, Come, let us return to the Lord, for he has torn, but he will heal us. <laughs> Woo! He has stricken, but he will bind us up. Mm, my, 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 my. Glory to God. Think about that, folks. Hallelujah. That's a new day that we've got promised in Christ. Hallelujah. Today, I've been torn. I've been all kind of stuff. And I can't blame nobody but myself because I've disobeyed God. I can't blame this one or that one. I've got to own up to the fact that it's not nobody else standing in prayer. Amen. It ain't my father, my mother, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Hallelujah. I can't point and judge this one or judge that one. But I need to be judging myself. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Oh, but thank God I might be under the judgment of God tonight. But praise God. Amen. He is torn. But if we will return to the Lord, He is torn. But He will heal. He is stricken. But He will bind us up. Hallelujah. Let's give Him a hand cup of praise. Glory. Glory. There's a whole lot of people today. There's a whole lot of people in this world who needs a new day. Hallelujah. And we, in the body of Christ, we need to be the ones. We need to be the ones reaching out to those if they're not already under the judgment of God they're fixing to to fall under the judgment of God we need to reach out let them know God will heal you he'll make things right but we we have got to do something ourselves we've got to do something ourselves as Jeremiah did if you read more in the book of Lamentations, he will, you will find that he, he did a lot of praying. And he asked God, even though he wasn't personally guilty, yet he asked God to forgive him for the sins of his countrymen. I believe it's time for the church to start praying to God and say, God, forgive me for the sins of America. Oh, how can I be guilty? How much have we been a light? How much have we been a witness? How much have we spoken out? Hallelujah. When, if the, when there's going to be a rally for life trying to speak out against abortion, how many times have I made other excuses? I could have been there. Not having to do anything else but just to stand. So when they spotlight the television cameras, they can see that there's, hey, there's, there's a lot of people concerned about this. Hallelujah. But you know, we always got other things to do. Oh, we're tired. You know, hey, <laughs> I done got to the point in age right now, I, I pretty much stay tired. If I, if I quit doing everything because I'm tired, I won't ever do anything else again. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I come in here more times than not depending on the anointing of God to give me the strength in my body to do what needs to be done in the service. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So God's not going to use us being tarred for excuse. He, we, we might try, but he's, he, he's not going to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Let's everybody stand together tonight. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My Lord, my Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.